Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. We talked about removing books from our public library, specifically this book, Gender Queer, which is about someone's struggle to find their sexual identity. It's a graphic novel, like an adult comic book, uses sexual content and scenarios to explain the character's confusion and journey as they come to terms with who they are. Now, I got tons of feedback about this book and about this topic in general, and I wanted to share one of those conversations with you tonight that I had with a viewer named Bill. Bill's first email started like this. You asked, and in my opinion, books like Gender Queer have no place in our libraries. The only reason people are interested in it is because of the curiosity that's generated by the media, like WRAL and yourself, Dan. This is just another case where the media has created the story rather than following the story and reporting the facts and telling the truth about it. Now, I responded to Bill and said, I did not create this story. I didn't even work here when the book was first published. And yeah, I know, I sounded a bit defensive there. And I think Bill sensed that because he wrote back and said, as a journalist, you're obviously aware of the influence you have by choosing the agenda for your listeners. Went on to say, as for the book itself, I find the topic distasteful and inappropriate for several reasons. Just as we have restrictions in society for alcohol, gambling, and pornography, we should restrict access to material like this to adults only. And if the library doesn't have a way to keep children from adult material, then it shouldn't be on their shelves. Simple. I know a lot of you feel this way. So I'll ask you to consider some of the points that I raised to Bill. And let's start with this. He's exactly right. When people like me talk about this book or one like it, it will generate hype, free marketing, sell more copies. And I agree that that is a valid point. But if you want to discuss the trees, you can't ignore the forest. What I mean is this book and the attention that it's getting will come and go as it has for thousands of disputed books before it. And after this one, there will be another and another and another. And next time it may not be about gender. Next time it might be about something that you find valuable or meaningful or beautiful. For instance, I bet you consider some of these books here to be classics. Maybe one of them is your favorite. This is a list of previously contested or in some cases banned books. Do you find yourself being outraged right now by The Catcher in the Rye or The Lord of the Rings? Over time, large groups of people have shared the same level of concern over these titles as some of the people who emailed me about genderqueer. Should we appease them? Now, I'm not being dramatic here trying to gaslight you with extreme examples. About a week ago in Tennessee, a week ago, a pastor held a bonfire where they burned witchcraft books like Twilight and Harry Potter. Look at his Instagram post. And before you think this is some teeny tiny fringe example, he has 214,000 followers on Instagram alone, 2.2 million on Facebook. I wonder if the Da Vinci Code was tossed into the flames, which is one of the best-selling books of all time. Do you know what that book is about? Spoiler alert here. It ends by saying that Jesus had a child with his wife, Mary Magdalene. This offends a lot of Christians. Some find it to be blasphemous and dangerous. Or how about this in 1988, 
when Salman Rushdie published the Satanic Verses, which was inspired in part by the life of Muhammad. Some Muslims accuse this book of mocking their faith. They find it highly offensive. And while we're talking about religion, the Bible and the Quran are two of the most contested books in human history. Now, hold on a minute. Let's take a breath. <laughs> I'm not trying to compare the contents of genderqueer to the Bible or to Harry Potter. I'm only trying to challenge your thoughts on censorship. Why are your concerns more important or valid than someone else's? I wrote back to Bill and said, as Hentoff famously wrote, free speech for me, but not for thee. Bill responded and concluded with this. He said, okay, Dan, I get your point about censorship. As for how I separate my beliefs from someone else's, I'd say what Supreme Court Justice Potter Stewart said about obscenity. I know it when I see it. Now, when Bill wrote that, I thought, I've heard that before, meaning I heard that earlier that day. When I talked about all of this with UNC law professor William Marshall, I asked him how the average person can reasonably interpret what is appropriate for everyone while also considering their own personal bias. Justice Potter Stewart famously said with respect to obscenity, we know it when we see it, which indicates how inherently subjective the inquiry is. But there's not an absolute line, nor can I give a standard that, that, that will be immediately accessible. The, the court said, applying community standards, whatever those might be, you take a look at the material and you ask whether it has any redeeming social, scientific, or artistic value. And those are those are kinds of questions that can be and are vehemently debated. Now, I want to thank Bill big time for that conversation and for helping me to show you that this is truly a conversation. I'm not here to argue with you. I'm here to challenge you. And what kind of person would, be, would I be if after saying some pompous over important sentence like that last one, if I didn't invite you to challenge me back? That's what we're doing here. So please, keep it coming. Tell me what's on your mind. Anything, honestly anything, like Liston, who likes my sports coats but not my pants and apparently thinks they're too tight, saying no one needs to know if you have boxers or briefs on because they can see your shorts through tight thighs. Make that your secret. First of all, my eyes are up here. That said, I, I do have nice coats. That part's true. Check out these elbow pads. This is a good one tonight. Keep the questions, concerns, critiques, and fashion tips coming. Email me at dan at wrel.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.